Hello and welcome to Who's He, the Doctor Who podcast with me, Phil. Me, Paul. And Tony. Hey, Yes, and that can only be one thing. It's audio commentary time. Indeed, it is. And as promised last week, uh, this audio commentary is going to be for the Patrick Troughton story, The Invasion. Um, but obviously, we're not going to give it to him one huge four-hour chunk. Uh, so we're going to... Yes, you'd be mad to sit there and watch it all in one go. He would, you wouldn't, yeah. You wouldn't, yeah. So, yes, we're, go, we're just going to do it uh, four episodes this week and four episodes next week. So, um, let's have some news first, shall we? Yes, why not? Why not? Okay, um, first, just a little bit of DVD news. Um, a synopsis has been released for the release of the sensor rights. Do you know that one, time? The sensor rights? Yes. Oh, but um, sensors and their rights, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, God, no, please, please, no more bad jokes. No, it is a William Hartnell story. Ah. Yes, yes. And the um, basically it's released on the 23rd of January, uh, which is Monday week, isn't it now? Yes, well, not too long to wait. Yes. yes. Okay, right, so the synopsis they released is The Doctor and his companions land on a spaceship orbiting a distant and mysterious world where a human crew lie frozen somewhere between life and death. The planet is the sense sphere, home of the sensorites, being of immense intelligence and power. Unable to leave, the Doctor and his companions must deduce the sensorites' intentions. Are they friendly, hostile, or frightened? Is that spelled with an S, sensorites? It is. Ah, what would you think it was spelled as? Oh, see, obviously, sensors. What? <laughs> They, they, they keep count of each other. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yes. God's sake. I'm finished my synopsis. Go on. Okay. And what is the deadly secret at the heart of the sense sphere? Ooh. Sexy. Yes. So, um, also, the DVD's commentary features William Russell, um, who played Ian Cheston. He's got to be well into his 90s now, hasn't he? Still alive. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, blimey. Um, Carolyn Ford, who played... Who played... Tone? Okay, what's again? The actress's name's Caroline Ford. She played... Uh, wasn't she um, the granddaughter or whatever? Yes. Bloody yes. hell. <laughs> hey. He's slowly... He's slowly right. catching on. Yeah, uh, yeah plays Susan. Joe Grieg, who played the second sensorite. Martin Huntley, the first human. Not literally the first human. But um, Giles Phipps, the second human. Oh, he was in... Um... <laughs> they didn't give their characters names in these old shows, didn't they? Giles Phipps. What are you in... Um, what's his name? Uh, King Crimson. He's a member of King Crimson. I'm sure he was. Keywords. Yeah. I've no idea. Or the, or the old guitar player. Thank you, pardon. Okay. Robert Fripp. That's the one. Carry on. Can we actually ban him doing these ridiculous <laughs> jokes? It's not adding anything at all, is it, really? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Actually, Tom, just <laughs> shut up until we start the commentary. It's <laughs> <laughs> built up. Um, so also on the commentary, Frank Cox, director, Raymond Cusick, uh, designer, and Sonia Marco on the makeup. Um, and you've got some other extras yeah. on there, sort of documentary. Secret Voice of the Sense Rights, uh, Vision On. Vision On? Tony Hart and Pat yes. Easel. <laughs> um, looking for Peter, plus the usual production notes, photo gallery, and uh, the sort of PDF, I suppose. It's like a Radio Times sort of like sheets again, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. I never actually looked at any of the PDF stuff on the... No, 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 me, no. no. I tend not to watch DVDs on my computer, that's why. Okay. Um, actually, while we're on the subject of DVDs, um, the first actress cast as Sarah Jane Smith was revealed and it wasn't Liz Sladen oh, it was someone we all heard of even me um, probably, probably not, not. <laughs> the actress who was originally it's been sort of, it came out on the um, DVD commentary for Invasion of the Dinosaurs and the actress name was April Walker what else has she been in she was in 40 Towers ah 
Wait a minute, was she the Australian lady? No. No? Um, ooh. Was she one of the Germans? No. She played the character of Jean. Jean, huh? Wait a minute. She was the one that was the Elis- she staying in the hotel with that... Um, no. That, you know, the one where... where... <laughs> you think, yeah, I know you mean Nicky Henson, yeah, but yeah, no. Not her. No. no, it was Polly's friends. Remember, she was... Oh yeah, they, and the psychiatrist was staying, and um, yeah, the, the daughter, yeah, the daughter. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll... I just like the way you're talking about Formula Town. So she was staying in the hotel, and you're going no. <laughs> <laughs> you thought he was on a fair fair yeah, guess exactly. at that. What <laughs> yeah. Just no, Tone. No, I'm not, no. I'll get a bad reception. Yes, so. Well, I'm not going to go into any, into any, any great detail oh, about yeah. this because it's um, it's all there on the DVD commentary. Um, but I just thought it was quite interesting to... Yeah. I didn't know there was anyone cast. No, before. obviously they paid, paid her up for the whole series. Yeah. Nice little gig, isn't it? Really? Blimey. You didn't actually do anything. Well, apparently, oh. uh, I will say this, it was apparently down to John Pertwee. Or John Pertwee, as I heard him called the other day. John. <laughs> John, John Pertwee. Um, yeah, apparently he didn't like... The, the, not to say he didn't like the actress, he didn't feel she was right for the part. She was too yeah. um, tall, tall and, and um, I think the word busty was used as well, yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah, he preferred yeah. Um, smaller women so he could sort of be more... Ta- sort of like, over them. Ta- yeah, yeah. Sort, of that, sort of more... Uh, sort of well, that I think we saw that in paternal. the five doctors, didn't we? When he, he basically grabbed Sarah Jane. And he did that a lot. You noticed that with, um, with Joe Grant, he did the same thing as well. He actually physically walked her somewhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, which um, Liz Slane did not like at all, no. did she? She really didn't. Um, That's obviously what he had in mind when he didn't want someone that tall doing the... Yeah, exactly. The so, oh, well, interesting stuff. Now, next bit of news. Um, well, I think is really good bit of news, actually. Um, script to Screen, who you may remember from the last and very last series of Doctor Who Confidential, was a yeah. competition. Do you remember that time? Yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. <laughs> Which basically opened to um, kids to send in their own scripts um, for Doctor Who, and basically the, the, the best script will be made into like a little mini episode. Um, well, obviously, there's no more confidential. Everyone thought the script to screen was dead and buried, but no, it's been um, resurrected, um, and you can enter that through the BBC Schools website. Um, Matt Smith will be. This might have already happened, actually. Yes, it has already happened. Yeah, um, yes, it was on Thursday, wasn't it? Yeah, just he, now, just finished. Just finished, yes. <laughs> yes, he was on uh, Blue Peter announcing yeah. the, the competition again. So I think that, that's, that was, that, that's quite important, actually, to, to do that sort of thing. That was a, that was a good competition, that. Yeah. So, um, yes. It's just a shame, really. This is, this is the, one of the things you thought Confidential was, was actually good for, wasn't it? And yeah. Gave you. Yeah, it just sort of gave... Your ideas, what kids' ideas, what what went on behind the script, uh, behind the the scenes, um, sort of, or maybe I'd like to do that, and rather than and they're scrapping this, aren't they? I mean, the question is, are they going confidential to do scrapped, as you know? Do, but the special yeah. confidential, or is that just going to be part of Blue Peter, the making of it? Well, that's the thing, isn't it? I reckon it'll probably be just part of Blue, Blue Peter. Peter, which has also moved to a different channel now. It's moved to CBeebies now, or CB CBBC. CBeebies, the really little kids, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, it's all on freeview anyway. Now it was a. Well, see, so everyone moves over to the old uh, non-digital, you know what I mean, non-digital thing, the digital world. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Everyone's all going to have a free box, and that's going to be on there anyway, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. That's oh, right. So. Using your brains, eh? Yeah, yeah, well done. It's time to have a lay down. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
dear. Right, he practically is lying down at the moment in that chair. Blimey. Okay, right, and the last bit of news, and I think for the first time ever, some big finish news. We've never really covered big finish before, have we? Um, Well, this sort of ties in with our... Ah, Big finish productions, I've heard of them. It's the audio stuff. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. The, um, well, it sort of ties in with our last audio commentary, actually, from the Talons of Wing Chiang. Um, they're doing a, a fifth Doctor meets, or fights, I should say, Magnus Grill, who was oh. Wen Chiang, oh, in yeah. other words. Okay. Yes. It's um, supposed to be the March on Reykjavik and all that sort of thing. Yeah, well, it, I think it's entitled The Butcher of Brisbane, this particular story. Um, now, we've been Paul, we're having just... a quick chat about this before I about this and we're trying to work out how in the timeline that can, that would work because the fourth doctor obviously no, says he well, says he was there yeah so <coughs> yeah how they're gonna how does that work because even obviously that's a prevent a, a, a future incarnation of him yeah I don't know that's gonna that'd be interesting I, I must have I've never still haven't really got into the big fish maybe I should do there's a bit of a a lull in the TV show <laughs> yeah this, this may well have to be yeah something that now we have time to yes, time to start tackling the apart from you, Tone. Oh, cool. Yes, who still still doesn't listen to any of our podcasts? <laughs> the, the odd one, sometimes. The odd one. Yeah, <laughs> and that's a very odd one. I <laughs> will so, get round it. Yeah. Oh, we've got a whole nearly a whole year's worth to catch up on, Tone. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay then. Well, unless um, anyone else has got any news, I, I've got no more. No more to bring. It's a very, very quiet news week, as, as one yeah. would expect again, as, as usual. Yeah, I that's it. News. No, I, didn't, no. I, I didn't like the Christmas special. Oh, it's actually no. no. You've watched it. I watched it. Oh yes. Well, of course. Yes. What's your opinion of the Christmas special? Come on. We, we don't usually get your opinions on this, do we? It's just too slushy and wishy-washy, and it just just didn't seem to have any structure to it to me. You know, it's just too too Christmassy. Two Christmas. Ah, that's no. always over Christmas. Over Christmas Eve. No, actually, oh, actually, like... that that has been levelled. That that criticism already by the people saying maybe oh. it's time they did Christmas specials that didn't involve Christmas. Yeah. No, I go along with that. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, I haven't listened. To, I haven't listened to your podcast on this. <laughs> so, what did you think? <laughs> I tell you what. We're not going to discuss it again because everyone's heard our opinions. Oh, okay, I'll have a listen to it. But that's why we weren't over-impressed either. No, I wasn't, I totally wasn't impressed. No, no, didn't like it at all. So. Oh, well, that is a bit of news. Tone's, <laughs> Tone's watching <laughs> Doctor Who <laughs> on his own. Doctor Who on his own without us forcing him. There we go. I was alone in the house as well at the time. Oh, oh I see. <laughs> <laughs> He had to have a cover story as to what he'd been doing. Yes, uh, I was watching Doctor Who. She caught you with your trousers around your ankles and a box of man-sized tissues by your side. Oh, no, 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 I had to cut back. This is very Christmassy. <laughs> <laughs> so you had to cut back? Budget, budget tissues nowadays. <laughs> the, the those little pocket-sized ones. <laughs> They're not as absorbent as a man's unfortunately. That's a sign of old age, mate. <laughs> oh, it is. Must okay. Remember, must remember the throw of tissues as well. <laughs> Socks are better, you know. I could just suggest that out there. Yes. Oh dear. Well, that that was that was Doc, Doctor Who news this week and the news into Tony's seedy private life. So for another week, that was the news. Right, folks, it's audio commentary time, and as promised at the beginning of the show, this week we are doing Patrick Troughton's story, The Invasion. 
this time it's episodes one to four. So, as usual, Tone's been on his big fact hunt. I certainly have. Yes, yes. indeed. Yes. The and breadth of the country. Country, indeed. In, uh, hither and thither. Hither and thither? Hither and thither. Yeah. Far oh. and wide. I've been searching. I don't know that expression fact, very often, yes, do been, you? I've uh, been abroad as well, looking around for facts and figures. And notes and things. I've just written them down. Because I've, I've, I've liked, now, unlike uh, these two chaps here, I've not uh, got their modern technology. I still use scribes. <laughs> Quill, quills and scrolls. <laughs> technology scares me, people. Frightens me. Okay then, right. So we modern technology. Okay, right. We we have our beers. Yes. Um, yes. Our uh, Green King IPA. No, no, no. no, 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 no Green King. Oh, not IPA. Oh, no, no. Green King St Edmunds. Indeed. Yes, indeed. Okay. So everyone at home, whatever, whatever drink takes your choice. Sit down, relax. Get your DVDs at the ready because we're about to press play. In, oh, actually, before I go any further, this is actually yeah. our first Troughton story as well, wasn't it? Uh, fully Troughton, yes. Fully Troughton, yes. We've sort of oh, we've done the five, five doctors. Five doctors, doctors yes. Yeah, so our yeah. first full Troughton story. Yes. Okay, that's good. So, right. Back to press play then. In five, four, three, two, one, and play. All right, here we go. So this kicks off the animation then. Right? Yes, first episode is the animated uh, course, yes. episode. Now you had a question, didn't you? Oh yeah, all it was was uh, about animation, didn't you? No, yeah, yeah, these uh, missing episodes. Mm. You know, obviously the Hartnell stories and and uh, particularly Troughton stories. Have got the audio to it? Has any more animation been made for the ones that are just missing, totally missing? Well, they've just redone or animated the missing episodes of Reign of Terror. Oh, who, but I don't know that? how long they've been working on that, though. It seems to have been going on for quite... Was that a Troughton one, then? Hartnell. Oh, Hartnell. Set during the French Revolution. Ah. Oh, wee, wee. But it's... I don't know how long they've been actually working on that, though. It must be some... Yeah. I don't know if it's Cosgrove Hall's been doing that one again. Yeah, I don't know, actually. No, I should have looked that up, actually. But... Well, it was just Hall nowadays, wasn't it, I suppose? Or was it, or was it Cosgrove? Which one's gone? Was it Mark... Was it Mark Cosgrove died? I'm not sure about that either. No, horse yeah, no, one of them dies, yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. For those, those of you at home who don't know about Cosgrove Hall, they did loads and loads of children's cartoons danger during our, our childhood, didn't they? Mouse, danger Mouse, oh. Count Duckula was Count another Duckula, one. Um, but they were also responsible did they do for... Trap Door as well, was that them? No, no didn't. that wasn't, no. <laughs> oh, well. It's a shame because Trap Door's brilliant, but... <laughs> no, um... But particular folks are yours they're responsible for as well, Tom. Cockle Cheryl B. Ah, yes. What about Portland Bill? Yes, they did Portland Bill as oh, well. come with me to the rolling sea where weather's calm and still. <laughs> Lots of fun and laughter to the adventures of Portland Bill. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. That's <laughs> when we get onto the Portland Bill podcasts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we know what to come to. Yeah. I do... I do think they do a very, very good job. Still, it still looks like. I know you can tell it's obviously it's animated, but yeah. you, it it sort of fits in really well with that that whole. Sick, they haven't tried to overdo it, have they? No. It still looks like Doctor Who. Yeah. There you go. Yes, we've gone from Dark Side of the Moon to Atom Heartmother. Boom. Uh, yes, yes. Strange album, that Atom Heartmother. You're not overstruck on Atom Heartmother, are you? Well, it's intriguing. There's a lot of brass in it. Oh, yeah, quite cool. oh, I quite like that, my brother. 
And this story follows on from the mind robber, doesn't it? Yes. Yes. Yes, because you obviously you see the TARDIS reforming. Yes. There's memories from my youth of the. I've got the it. End on, of the mind robber is. I've got it on DVD. On the, oh yes, on the TARDIS console. console. Yes. yes, spinning around in space. Ladies yes. and gentlemen, in this particular episode, I'll be releasing little snippets. It's just the odd one or two each episode. Instead, yeah, I was going to say you've got to pace yourself a, a bit more time with your, with your facts. This is the furthest we've got into facts. a into a commentary without, without you you coming out of a fact. Is well, it? I can do the first one now. I'll do another one. A bit, well, a bit about fifteen. No, minutes. Hang on, hang on. Is the person you're about to give the fact on actually here now? Um. Well, the the, the actual sounds. The sounds. Well, the the music. All right, go on. Come on, music. Go on then. Yes, yes. That's. If I'm not mistaken, uh, Douglas Canfield directed this one. He did indeed. He did, that's, that's right. And, uh, for some reason, he didn't like the uh, regular composer, did he? They used an Australian fellow called uh, Don Harper. That's the end of things. That's right. Yes. Yeah. It's one and only, one and only episode he done the music for. Yeah. No, I actually quite. Oh, like, I, I like actually quite like the music to this, episodes. especially actually with this episode. It works well with the first episode and the sort of. Um, Cloak and dagger nature of the truck driver and everything. Doesn't yeah, it, as we're gonna as we're gonna see. Ah, now tone uh, the uh, in, the invisible Tardis. Ah, yes, yeah. Um, this was the first time that was used, and obviously it wasn't seen again until the Impossible Astronaut, from which is the last series. Last series, yeah, yes. yes. Oh, when there was in the Oval Office, I actually watched that first one. <laughs> hey, <laughs> my God, that that's two he's admitted to watching now. Yeah. <laughs> that and the Christmas the special. Christmas special yeah. Where do you think it was going to run him over there, actually? It's very simple animation. It's not... They, don't, they, they don't... worked hours on this. <laughs> I know, they did, but it's, it's very, very simple, though. But it works. It does work, yeah. You, you, don't, you don't jar in and out of the animation and the live episodes, do you? No. Have they got various stills of this particular episode? Yeah. You know, I think they did just if I remember rightly from the it's been a while since I watched the DVD um, documentaries on here but I think they they did have telecards didn't they but um, one of the things they got glaringly wrong on this early on is what Zoe's wearing at the moment she should be in the the spangly cat suit she should be yeah rather than the clothes she's wearing at the moment she shouldn't get until they get to Watkins house So they couldn't I'm have been, they must have been f- doing that completely from... Now, hang on, though. Is, isn't she... Oh, I can't remember. I'll have to wait till episode two when it goes back to live question? action I, again. I, I, well, by then, they've actually got uh, Watkins. Yes, you're right, they have. I yes. have the answer to this one. And she's been photographed. Should be in the Spangly... Which she so, changes it back into later, later on. on Much later, later on. She's got the costume yeah. later on. Yeah. Without them going back to the TARDIS. So must have been when I first watched it, I didn't realise that, and I thought, well, that's got to be a bit wrong there. How did, how did she get that, that costume from the mind robber? Yeah. Without them going back to the TARDIS, but it's because she's supposed to be wearing it now. Mm. It's very much like an Ipcris file sort of I was sound about to, to it, say that. It? it does sound like that Harry Palmer, yeah, yeah. sort of John, John Barry soundtrack. And it's actually another thing that echoes back to Chris Farr later on, isn't there? We'll come to. All right, okay. Must be, I can't make the connection myself, but okay. Spring that one on us later. I'll have to try and remember it later. I'll be too drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, have to, 
<laughs> people have to work it out for themselves. Yes. <laughs> Those smileys people or something have a similar kind of sound. Mm. Like, dang, 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 a background thing. Well, that sort of there is a it's like a oh, what's the name? There is a name for that instrument. I can't think. Well, it's not like a not a mandolin or something. Like, it's not a mandolin, is Ziva. it? A, no, Ziva's the um, that's the third, third man. man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is Harry Lyme, not Harry Palmer, obviously. Yes. yes. <laughs> Bazooki. No. 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 This is is that you they they hit the strings that to make ah, that that yeah. sound, don't they? These weird little drumsticks that will curl up. They're like curly toed slipper drumsticks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure some percussionist that will give me the right name for those uh, <laughs> curly slipper drumsticks. <laughs> it's, we don't want to be insulting anyone here, do we? Oh, no. <laughs> <sighs> mm. Yeah. I thought you mean it does fit this really well, as you say, the cloak yeah. and dagger trying to get across like Checkpoint Charlie here. <clears throat> that cartoon actor reminds me of someone. Oh. I, um, I used to be in French, used to be in French and Saunders. That's right. Oh, and, and, um, What's his name? Um, Alexis Sal. You know, Biggie. I'm the type of guy. <laughs> I don't know his name, the actor. Looks a bit like him. You know, he used to come in all handsome bloke. And then it oh, yeah, yeah. The bloke that played yeah. the handsome bloke. Looks like him. So you actually wonder if there's not. no... Obviously not, no. There's no stills of this. Did they look up... What Did they get onto equity or... To see what this chap looks like. To look actually what the this intrigued me. Yeah, was it? Was it? Um, looks like. Was it? Te- was, it a... was it? Telecards or was it the storyboard they had? I think it might have been the storyboard, but because otherwise they've only got one photograph of him, hasn't they? Which they're shown later. Hmm. And Jamie spots as being the truck driver. That's right. <coughs> yeah, that's right. See, we we mentioned this before about the, the slow pace. Yeah, they just wouldn't commission a, a, a story those... like this now, no. would they? No. I don't see these motorcyclists uh, whizzing around. This take on me. <laughs> Actually, they got they got the similar sort of helmets as well, haven't they? So... <laughs> I haven't got Morton Arkett in the back of this lorry. <laughs> This is quite dark, isn't it? For like again, they wouldn't do this now, would no. they? What, what's coming up? Oh, and cold blooded kill him! Yeah. yeah. And they brandished plenty of guns in the news series, and never really used in anger, are they? No. Not against not, humans. Not, not humans against humans. You yeah. might have aliens against humans, or humans against aliens, but not. Yeah, not human against each human, other. Human, yeah. yeah. Oh, Minnie. Yeah. And is this the, is that the number plate supposed to be N there at the beginning? So it's N twenty three sixty three. I 
didn't catch it, it actually. It looks like a hunch there. <laughs> it is a hunch, yeah. But I wonder whether it was actually meant to have been an N. I would like to say they've been the mini fanatic. They have actually got that mini right. They've had, yeah. It is an, actually a Mark One Cooper they've drawn up there. So. Well, apparently it was uh, the animator's car at the time. Was it? <laughs> that's why. That's what it is. It's not actually part. Wasn't originally part of the story. Oh, brilliant! Well, it was just story. a car. I think. Yeah. I think it was actually specified what car it was. So he just drew his <laughs> car. <laughs> damn, that's only my facts. That's a good damn good one, man. Ah, Sally Faulkner. I know, Tom, did you did you have a um a fact about Professor Watkins here? Uh yes. Go on then. Because I've got I've got a fact as well. <laughs> oh, they're having a fact off. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yes, Edward Byrne. He also portrayed uh, Professor No, Ke- not that fact. <laughs> Shall I say it for another episode then? Say that yes, for I'll another say episode. He actually appears, that one. Yeah. No, it's supposed to be. It was supposed oh, to be the character of Professor Travers, oh, was he? Um, who appeared in two early Yeti stories. He was meant to have appeared for a third time. I've, I've written that down somewhere else. <laughs> so you got these things in order. You told me to condense my facts. You said two per episode. Beat you to it. He's coming and stealing my facts. But he's mentioned by names. He's mentioned by name quite a few several times. Just because I'm behind the technology. Yeah. There you go, you see? He's gone to America. Was it because that's a pay royalty if they'd actually used the character? I don't know. All I've managed to find out they just decided to replace him with a different um a different character for some reason. Huh. Don't know why. Wonder if someone whoever wrote the Yeti episodes claimed copyright. Or could do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so the thing is, they're trying to make her like a young independent lady about town, but she's, her job is being a photographer, but she can't fix her own camera. Let's wait for a man to turn up to fix it. <laughs> now, the other thing as well is sort of like Zoe's supposed to be some sort of computer genius, and they're reducing her to posing. For photographs. Well, she does a bit of geniuslessness later on, though. Later she? on, yeah, yeah, but she's very easily sort of like led to sort of like, I'll post for photos, why not? Because it's the 60s Dolly Bird sort of thing, isn't it? Well, I suppose you. But remember, she'd led a sheltered life, hadn't she? I suppose so. Yeah. So anything that was a bit glamour and a bit out of the ordinary for her was. Well, she could... I'm surprised Jamie didn't want a bit of the action there. He's got a little skirt on there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So where did you come from originally, The uh, this particular uh, companion? Sorry, say again. The, the, the lady, what's her name again? Who, her? Yeah. No, Zoe. Her, the other one. Her? Isabel? Yeah. Isabel. Is that, is that, that's the companion, isn't it? No. No. Zoe's the companion. No, no I meant Zoe. I meant Zoe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So where's she from originally then? In the series, in the story? Yeah. Um. Now, let me get this right. Wasn't it f- from another Cyberman story? Yeah. Is it uh, Moonbase? No, is it the... Is it, um, Wheel in Space? Wheel in Space. Ah, oh, Pigs in Space. Oh, pigs in <laughs> Space. Now. The voice of the computer there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you have that one, Dan? 
you see, I'm going to get rid of all these facts and figures in the first episode. Right, um, I think I did. Hang on, I know. Don't mumble. <laughs> You're mumbling. <laughs> I've got to remember this. I'm trying to look for it. Look. <laughs> Mad professor yeah. sitting in the corner. My calculations. Time we will now start writing on that. I'll tell you what, time. Get it ready. Get it ready for when she's next back. Well, I'm not sure it's there. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Okay, I'll tell you when it, when it comes back then. They even made like, the cartoon Zoe quite fit, didn't they? <laughs> They just managed to break into this place rather easily, don't they? Cartoon Benton. So obviously that scene there, that dry, that scene of Benton like that is obviously taken from episode two, two. later on, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Ah, John, John Levine, of course. And the same as the photograph scenes they've just had there mm. were in episode two as well. Yes, they were, weren't they? She has the yeah. Remember the feather boa thing again, right? Yeah, go on, go on. the voice here time. The actress is, is Sheila Dunn. Oh, she yeah. Um, I've got written down. Here, she was we? in the Daleks Master Plan, but we I really only know her from Inferno. She played Petra Williams, Petra Williams yeah, I've got it in there. Inferno. Blossom Lefevre. How do you pronounce it? <laughs> the Daleks Master Plan. Yeah. Is she Campfield's wife? Yes, she is, or was, sorry. And she's also in a, I think, a box that you got at Christmas. Yeah, which I haven't watched yet, so. Which box set am I referring to? Uh, I haven't watched any of them, so. Shoestring. Shoestring. She was an episode of oh, Shoestring. Oh, yeah, she is, yeah. Yeah. Gracious, have you got a box set of Shoestring? Yeah, episode, oh. only only series one, yeah. which is all that's out at the moment. Series two's never been released. Really? Yeah, well, you, haven't made, you only ever made two episodes, two series in. Yeah. And of course, she's been in the bill. Really? Yes. Oh, good. <laughs> I, wanna, I, I tell you what, I was looking at my notes earlier on, not my notes, but actually uh, facts and figures on imdb.com, and it's um, yeah. one of them actually been Crown Court. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> How old is John Levine now? He still does the old conventions and stuff, doesn't he? Yeah. But but Ball Accounts, you can't sort of stop him talking. He'll go on for hours. But Ball Accounts doing the same anecdotes over and over oh, again. Yeah. He only died a few years ago, this, this Chapney, old Kevin Stoney. Mm. 2008, I believe. Having falsely been reported, he'd, been, he'd died about two other times, hadn't yeah, he? Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> Poor old sod. <laughs> to actually make an appearance, didn't he, after one of them to <laughs> prove that he was still alive. <laughs> well, like the, like the bloke he was trying to um, bury in um, Holy Grail. I'm not dead. <laughs> I am happy. <laughs> and then we have our, our, our story's evil henchman, Packer. Oh, yes. 
And obviously, Tony, you haven't. Are you, are you saving some of your the other facts, are you? Uh, well, yeah, because you told me to. <laughs> <laughs> it is eight episodes, so. True. <laughs> You'd run out of things to talk about. He's going to cram. He's going to cram all these facts in the last five minutes of episode yes. eight. <laughs> oh, <I am. laughs> I've been told off. <laughs> Actually, I saw um, Kevin Stone in a horror film, uh, The Blood Beast Terror, which is one of the worst horror films I've ever seen. It's where um, um, it's actually got another Doctor um, connection. Wanda Ventham's in it as well, right? And she turns into this um, human-sized Death's Head moth. Um, it's it's a Peter Cushing's in it as well, but he never he never does a. a that's another Doctor connection, really, I suppose. In a, uh, a non-canon. Who's Wendy uh, Voth then? Whatever her name was. Wanda Ventham. She's been in. Uh, she was in. Oh, Image of Fendal. Wasn't she? Image of Fendal and. Was she in another one as well? Yeah, it's yeah, escaped me at the moment. Yeah. I'll probably come out of it later. <laughs> <laughs> now he played the uh, the butler in the in the evil right. evil professor's house. Ah, that's why he gave him the circuit, so he wants them fixed. Well, he doesn't want them fixed. Not by him, anyway. Oh, no, no. <coughs> <coughs> In the actual um, proper scenes, you know what I mean? The yeah, yeah. Film, it's, you know, um, he's have a dodgy eye. Yeah. He does have a... Yeah, I don't know. Not here. <laughs> you should have He's in a car crash or something, wasn't he? Was he? Ah. Oh, now, I'm just trying to figure out the use of a disposable transistor radio. <laughs> oh, that, was oh, that, that music was excellent, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now an intermission. It's sort of like, that's its one use. A few birds, that's it, you've got to chuck it away now. Yeah. <laughs> now, I've got a question out to our uh, listener out there. Right. If you happen to know the music, it was played in the cafe scene in the uh, film Bless This House. <laughs> <laughs> Robin Asquith is flipping burgers. That's that is it. one seriously funky number. If anyone knows it, they please let us know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Oh. Is that our Who's He podcast appeal? It is. Yeah. <laughs> appeal for all you people out there. Or person. <laughs> I don't think anyone will ever know that. I'll be so amazed if someone does know what that is. It's a great that, number. It's a great number. <laughs> it is. Was that just playing when Robin Esquith was flipping eggs on the on the griddle? Or, yeah, or, yeah, I think yeah. you got wrong. And there was burgers as well. That's right. Yeah, yeah. it was a burger bar. It wasn't a cafe. It was a burger bar. That's it. Yeah. And he, uh, oh, one of one of Sid James's uh, daughters was working there as well, wasn't she, or something? Or? He's his only daughter. He had a yeah. son. No, no, it was oh, Terry, a, Terry Scott's, um, Terry Scott's daughter, daughter. Was working. Yeah. Who wanted to have a connection there? Yeah. Anyway, Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
got to be the most cumbersome way to open the door. It's got to be, isn't it? <laughs> and what have we got now? What have we, What's this? Oh, he's got a glint in his eye. What is it? <gasps> we'll never know. Well, we're only in part two. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, a rather quiet part one, I think, there, actually. Yes. Rather quiet. Well, it was it's not a lot happened, really, did it? No. no. Uh, uh, rather quiet. I must confess, people, I've, I've watched about three episodes of the, of the eight. Uh, oh, well, I got, got through got eight. Yet, but, uh, and Paul, got you got through? Six. Six. Seven. 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 So yeah. I may be trying to follow things from about episode four onwards. I'm trying to be too quiet. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, that was good. Okay, folks, we should be back in episode two. Episode two, here we go. Well, now, of course, we're back to live action. Live action, oh, yes. yes. I like a bit of live action. <laughs> yes, we've heard. <laughs> I've got both your trousers around your ankles again. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. I've just had to take his shoes off again. <laughs> oh. That's a great name. What, shoes no, off? No, Kit Peddler. Oh, sorry. <laughs> ah, yes, here we go. Now you can see how good Science. the animation was because it looks exactly, it's the same pose and everything. It's really well done. Only the door looks less realistic. Yes. <laughs> and his eye. They didn't get his eye, did they? They didn't, actually, no. I'm trying to think what that disc was on the window of the car. Is that the... Was that the tax disc car? It was quite elaborate for the 60s, wasn't it? Oh, of course. Became the standard... Yeah, if you want to get anything slightly sinister, it was a... So exactly the same pose as before. Yeah, that's a very good pose as well, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Sally Porkman there. Yes. Also appeared in uh, Confessions of a Driving Instructor. Ah, yes, I made that note as well. <laughs> yeah. Mentally. <laughs> Comes back to Robin Asquith again there, doesn't it? It's already done. Yes. Particularly saucy scene in a bunker. And the goal was so obviously it's so sand. Dunes. What? Yeah, no, that's what it says on the. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, no, he's saying, oh, no, no, that's what it says. <laughs> I, I, I didn't actually. <laughs> say, uh, so, so I'm told. Yeah, it's okay. <clears throat> she's in quite a few other. She was also in the bill. She appeared yeah. in the bill. Well, she's in a few baldy uh, films of the uh, early seventies. What vampires? Vampires as well. Yes. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> There's also some classic TV as well. Oh, yeah. Dixon and Doc Green. Uh, Zed yeah. Cars. The Sweeney. Avengers? Target. 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 Patrick Lowe. The Professionals. Minder. Wow. Is she still acting today, is she? I believe so, yes. Yeah. Looks like the last thing it says here she was in was Doctors, which is that. Oh, the Daily Show. Yeah, that Daily yes. sort of soap opera thing. She's 67 now. She's interviewed on this, isn't she? And she I mean, obviously, mm. it's a few years old now, but she, she sort of held that well. Still brushes up for well. A, for her years, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why he starts playing Patience. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> 
bigger than it was in the drawer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And then I shall have you. <laughs> it reminds me of that character. Um, oh, what's his name? The um, oh, like I say, it's David Mitchell. David Mitchell. Mitchell Webb. Uh, look, you ever saw that? Yeah. Webb. Look. Yeah. One of those sort of sinister bloke, and he, he wanted to have them in the end or something. You know, he, he turned out to be an old queen, didn't he? It was a sinister <laughs> boss. Do you remember? Do you remember that one? Now, wasn't evil. it meant to be like Blofeld, and he's having some like DIY done? Wasn't that, wasn't that what it was? No, he sort of looked like this character. And he all dressed in black with a great big um, polo neck right up there. And, you know. Oh, I can't remember. I remember he did like a Blofeld character and he sort of, he was having some work done, but it wasn't because it was healthy. He couldn't have this... He wanted to have a, a chair that tipped backwards into a fiery pit or something. Well, he can't help against, against health and safety. <laughs> yeah. The most sinister children's song ever. What was that? She was playing the teddy bear's picnic. Oh, wow, well, good God, yeah, yeah. And this music's great. She's scared by yeah. the bear. <laughs> you what, sorry? Was she scared by No, bear? no, it's just that I just remember it always used to be on like um, Stuart Pot Stewart's Children's <laughs> Choice. Ah. Every week someone picked that or the bloody laughing oh, police. The bloke of the 1930s singing. Now, do you think this is where the modern Doctor got his idea for the Valiant? Um, got the boilers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they looked a bit chilly, didn't they? So yes. <laughs> Central heat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like the high ceilings this plane has. It's quite... <laughs> and here we are. Lethbridge Stewart. It's a shame they couldn't have maintained... What the hell was that upstairs? Someone just died. They probably didn't get picked up on the microphone there, but something, I thought someone just died and fell on the floor out in the flat upstairs. Yeah, there's a gunshot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave here tonight, be a bloody mattress out on the front door. <laughs> the oil drums. I'll <laughs> <coughs> oh, put those out too late. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> oh. when he chucks out still twitching corpses out. So. <laughs> For the foxes. <laughs> All your neighbours upstairs will be saying, oh, he's a nice chap, he's no trouble. He always says, yeah, oh. well, he's ever so quiet. I wonder what a patty That's cake a biscuit, biscuit is. This is the first time units mentioned, is it? I believe it is, because yeah. then he just... I remember the regular army before, yeah. and it was Colonel Lethbridge-Stewart. So. Yeah, because they were set up after the Yeti. Yeah. Which is another missing episodes story as well. Well, I think you can set for pretty much every single 
Troughton's story. It hasn't yeah. been released so far. It's a missing episode as well. Yeah. Now, you've forgotten about the conversation we were going to have during this episode about missing episodes, haven't you? Oh, what do you mean? oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the thing I was going to ask, mate. <laughs> you, you have to put, poke him with a stick, like, wake him up, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> oh, no. Let what, him what, sit in the armchair. Oh, yes, this is, this is the one I do. Well, you folks don't realise that he's actually sitting in a wicker bath chair with a tartan rug over his knees. <laughs> he's got a massive this, ear trumpet as well. We're going to put this out to our... Oh, yeah, all right. I'll even pose the question to one, one and only listener out there. It's, um, what is the most sought-after missing uh, series of uh, Doctor Who? The missing story. I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's probably Power of the Daleks. The first Troughton story. Yeah, probably actually. Yeah, you can get it on audio. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can get like an audio book, but it that it, it is really good because it's actually like the recording from the television. Oh, yes, yes, and it's a really good story. It's just as well there were fans out there that actually uh, prepared to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Preserve it in time. Right. What is this? What is this? Oh, it's Sparky the Magic Piano. <laughs> <laughs> Installed underneath. Yes. <laughs> oh, the chapter that... in this voice is uh, Packer, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it is Peter Halliday. Yeah. Yes. So... Cyber controller with its own milking stall. Sounds like a train spot. It's Graham. That means absolutely nothing to anybody else. out there. <laughs> I've got a train spotter oh. at uh, work, and he sounds exactly like him. Oh, Isn't he technically a bus a train spotter, spotter though? as well? No, he's train and buses. Train and bus. Oh god! Only that old shebang. It is. We are slightly sticky ground here, making <laughs> jokes about train spotters while we're sitting doing a Doctor Who podcast. Yes, it says I've made comments about. Well, I used the wrong aircraft in yes. the Christmas special. Yes. Ah, the Sherlock reference the other day. <laughs> Mm. No beers in the army, eh, Phil? Oh, yes, indeed. <laughs> well, it's true, though. You um, picked some obscure rank. Sergeant, of course. The part, yeah, which no regiment actually has anymore, I think, ah. apart from, I think the Australian <laughs> Royal Marines still have <laughs> it. <laughs> I was talking to Russ at work, who had been in the army. He said, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we had a pioneer sergeant in our regiment. He said he hated beards, but he uh, grew one just, just because he could. <laughs> Fair play. Yes, it's not encouraged by all accounts <laughs> to grow the beers. Yes, there. you can, though. Well, that's been more relaxed, isn't it, for Afghanistan? So they sort of blend in with the locals a bit. Yeah. Right. Well, it's not like full beards, is though, is it? It's just sort of unshaven more. Right. more you want than, the full uh, beards, don't you? Down there. Yeah, not like sort of... Dedication, you know. Yeah. Well, it's Isabel's not taking photographs of it. Ah. This is a bit like when you try to get your spectrum to do something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good God. Yeah. Spent hours on a load of games, but you got the volume at the wrong level. <laughs> Making things explode is fun. Go to run. Poke on. <laughs> Tom Packer comes to the screen as if he just caught him on the toilet. <laughs> That's what it is. That, that camera yeah. is just on the toilet. <laughs> yeah. 
That's how Tobias Form gets his jollies. <laughs> Watch his packer on the toilet. Come here. Wash your hands first. You could quite clearly see Zoe's knickers there. Yes, indeed. Yeah. I noticed that. It's not one of the craze. If we weren't recording this, I would have paused that bit. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps we should have had a pause there just to let everybody yeah. else do <laughs> Panty pause there. <laughs> <clears throat> it's a shame they didn't sort of keep the consistent. So that's, that's the only picture. That's the only picture, actually, yeah. The truck driver. <coughs> that's the truck driver, is it? Yeah. <coughs> I was about to say, I think it's a shame they didn't keep the character of the brigadier like this as the, as when it got into like Pertwee's era. Era. I keep saying error. Era. It's an error. It was an error, actually, because he he just become a buffoon come the end, didn't he? Yeah. But I suspect the lot of that might well have had to do with Pertwee and how he wanted to oh, doctor. Sorry, he's now known as Pertwee. <laughs> Is he really? What? Is he really known as Pertwee now? No, somebody called him that on the television. Oh, John Pertwee. It's like bloody Bjork, right? It's Bjork. No, <laughs> it's Bjork, isn't it? And it's Nestle's Milky Bar people. <laughs> not bleeding ne- it was. Nestle. It was. It was Nestle's. It was. That's how yeah. it was pronounced in the seventies, wasn't it? Nestle's Milky Bar. Yes. Oh no, it is Nestle. Nike was the other one. <laughs> oh, get me started. Naked. <laughs> and on the rug. He's <laughs> quite that, can't fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's very excitable, Jamie, isn't it? I've, I've noticed them. Um... It seems he seems to be. Well, yeah. he is. He's from the seventeenth century. It's right. all new to him. It's all. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. He's pulled off the fields of Caledon or something. Was yes. Oh, good heavens! That's just a guess. Yeah, from the story of the Highlanders. Right. And it may shock people out there, but Fraser Hines isn't actually Scottish. Mm. <laughs> it's tuck into the sandwich left on the floor. The cat's probably licked. <laughs> Oh no, funky music on. <laughs> and also one of the leading characters many moons ago, one of my favourite soap operas I still watch. Well, Emmerdale. And the only one. The only one I've watched as well, Emmerdale. Oh, that's sad, isn't it? <laughs> well, then it was called Emmerdale Farm. It's the only one. Yeah. Yes. I used to be on about 5.15 on ITV. Why did they drop the farm out of it? There's still a farm involved, isn't there? No, it's called Beckendale. Like they, changed, they changed the name of Beckendale to Emmerdale, so it just become Emmerdale. Facts, not only do I have facts and figures here of Doctor Who, Emmerdale... There's more facts and figures of Emmerdale. Oh, God. Uh. I want my radio back. I think he's still got a better grasp of technology than time, though. (laughs) (laughs) He has to go that way. 
Yeah, he comes from Culloden. <laughs> the battlefield of Culloden. Century. Yeah. That's the reason I don't join your, um, you know, your other podcast. If you talk about the uh, show and everything. Yeah. It's technology. I thought it was because you were lazy. <laughs> it's a technological thing. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Skype. That's all you need. So Skype. Or Skippy. Or those Skippy. Yeah. Even that's just too much science. <laughs> Why has that garden mill got like a ball gag in? Look at. What's it if it goes back to him? His chin strap's completely covering his mouth. Now we're going to see him now. <laughs> now we're on Paul's waiting thing. Yeah. <laughs> Just get everyone to rewind back now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the easiest way to do it. Yeah, perhaps we should stop while everyone now is rewounded. Com- rewounded? Rewounded. <laughs> <laughs> it's caught up. <laughs> oh, uh. <laughs> see what I mean? Look, <laughs> you see what I mean? <laughs> that speaking? Perhaps that's it. They had to pay them extra if they spoke. So yeah. Like, actually, <laughs> pay the them. extra extras. Extra extras. Yeah. <laughs> what about it? <laughs> Is there a reason why Patsy Troughton's doctor has got an aversion to computers? Didn't like technology. Just computers. He was oh, a damn machine. Yeah, he's just yeah. sort of easily bamboozled by computers. I don't want anything to do with them. I, um, but apart from Zoyu goes and then just gives it the equations or whatever. And... Don't he fix the tiles and things when it goes wrong and fiddles and knobs and bits and pieces? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't really know much about Trout's Doctor, so that's probably... That bit in the 60s where everyone was told that computers were going to take over. Yeah. So perhaps it was... So then have the heroes being anti-computers. Was... Could be. Yeah, because it was going to do people out of jobs and it hasn't really, to the extent they thought it was it was going to in the 60s, I suppose. Mm, I don't but... know, that. You could uh, talk about there's a lot of manufacturing that's been... <laughs> well, that's more like <laughs> automation rather than computerised, though, isn't it? Yeah, but it's the computer that runs it to... Yeah, but computers still need people to operate them. Yeah. I can't believe there's a discussion about. <laughs> there you go. His character never returned again, did it? No. This one here? Yeah. Well, they've got through yeah. quite a few captains in unit before Mike Yates yeah. pitched up in Pertwee's second season. I wonder if it's because they didn't want it to actually get become completely an ensemble cast sort of thing. So if you had the Brigadier as well. Yeah. And she even had uh, Paul Darrow at one point, didn't you? In, uh, yeah, Silurians. Silurians, yeah. Paul Darrow. Hmm. Oh, you got some facts, Tone? No. <laughs> no <laughs> he's trying to find facts on Paul Darrow. What's going on here? my bedroom <laughs> keep it warm I'll draw the blinds <laughs> I'll join you later and now back to Sparky the magic piano 
That was another one that was always on bloody Ed Stewart's Children's Choice as well. Sparky's Manic Piano. Yeah. Mm. And again, that was creepy as well. Never mind Sparky. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, there's now a subject to debate amongst you Whovians. Planet 14 is, so no one knows where it is, but it could be the Cybermen's uh, homeworld, but before they become Cybermen. Is that, is that right, folks? Um, are they trying, trying to retcon it into a previous Troughton story? Uh, yeah, well, it's what, it's what I've read. Planet 14 <laughs> or something, I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, um remains a mystery. It's a subject of heated speculation. Heated? Yeah, apparently so. Although it was revealed in the Doctor Who magazine story, The World Shapers, that the planet was uh, Marinus. And the story takes place prior to the 10th planet in cyber history. And also stated that the Vord, who are the Vord? The Vord. The Vord, yeah, yeah. Evolved into the Cybermen, and, and Marinus eventually became Mondas. Apparently. I think that might be a load of old cobblers, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's right there in Doctor Who magazine. <laughs> yeah. right. So you always get these the books and the magazines <coughs> and all that that come in afterwards that try to link everything. Exactly. Together. Yeah. Just, just, just take it for what it is, Japs. Come on. Now there's there's a guy coming up. I don't know if it's here on the next episode, but. He appears in a a Pertwee story. Right. I don't know if this one or the next episode, I can't remember. And having said I like the music on this, it is a bit one trick, isn't it? It is a bit. <laughs> I don't mind it though. It's... No, but it's. Another thing is, uh, Don Don Harper, the chap that does music. Yeah. yeah. Uh, plays a lot of Australian jazz bands. He's actually a musician as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, as you notice, when, when so now and again when it cuts back to Vaughan's, uh, I think that's him there. He's Grun in the Curse of Peladon, the King's Champion. Right. Yeah, Golden something. Yeah. I can't remember his surname. His surname is Golden something. No, he's playing light jazz in his <laughs> office there. D- dinner it's, jazz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget to wipe first. Yes. He's rather sinister, I must say. Yeah, yeah. Right. I have to say, his performance in this probably makes it watchable as an eight part. Yes, it does. I think without if you had somebody <clears throat> not giving it all for that role, <clears throat> yeah, this could have been very much. He doesn't overdo the the villainy too much, does he? No. 
not too no, much. No, well, he gets it. He gets it sinister rather than yeah, than pantomime. Yeah, yeah. And then I think we we the last we see a Wendy Padbury before she goes on holiday, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yes. yes. Another, no, I have, <laughs> There's a point in this where Fraser Hines goes on holiday as well. <laughs> in the last episode. Yeah. In, the, in the seventh episode, so he doesn't appear in the eighth. <laughs> That's right. Not appearing in episode three as she was on holiday. <laughs> I just find it amazing Poots to go on holiday in the mid, middle of the filming. Were they filming all every week? Perhaps we'll come back to that in a minute. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll come back to that in episode three, I think, actually. Yes. Oh, well, that's good. So what we've learnt in that that Sparky the Magic Piano is behind, uh, behind the wall. The sliding door. Yeah. Sliding door. And uh, Tobias Vaughan likes to watch um, <laughs> Packer on the, on the crapper. While <laughs> 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 listening to jazz. Yes. <laughs> Light dinner jazz, of course. Okay, folks, we'll be back in episode three. Episode three. <sighs> yes, now we're going to say about... Um... No, we're going to save it to the end now, aren't we? Yeah. It's filming all year round thing. Okay. Yeah. Again, we may have forgotten by that. Story. Yeah, I think we may have done, yes. <laughs> I know we, we promised we were to talk about it in episode three, but now we're not. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how we roll. <laughs> Run. Oh, no. <laughs> just, I just didn't realise how smug Pack was looking admiring his own helmet there. <laughs> Thomas, you've got plenty to be proud of. <laughs> oh, well, I'm a fascinating fact. Um, <coughs> involving the helicopter later on. All right. Oh, good. I look forward to that. <laughs> good. Back up. <laughs> it's a shame there's nothing left of the Daleks' master plan. Yeah. Really, to see what. It was Kevin Stoney was in that as well as Mavic Chen. No, oh, uh, but I suppose he was a sort of similar sort of character, really, wasn't it? Sort of wanting to take over the universe. He wants to just take over the Earth, and yeah. What is? Wasn't he Tyrum in the uh, Revenge of the Cybermen? Yes, he was one. Of, yeah, one of the the Vogon leader. Yes, that is exactly. Yes. Now, the other thing about uh, Kevin Stoney, you, I think you, I'm quite sure you, you have a film in your DVD collection that he's in. It's one of your favourite films at that. I think now what? Well, he's in the sound of music. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Like> that. <laughs> I think I'll settle for you saying Sound of Music. I think it's all, it's all come up with some odd film. <laughs> it claim to be my favourite. 
I mean to say he was in deep throat. <coughs> <coughs> he was in Murder at the Gallop. Oh, right. Um, Miss Marple, M- Margaret Rutherford. Oh, right. <laughs> I'll have to watch that again now. I love those Margaret Rutherford Marple films. They're great. <coughs> I'm going to stop this now. <laughs> yeah, stop it now. That's a... It's now the Margaret Rutherford Miss Marple podcast. I bet there's no one out there that does one, though. Probably not. It's side project time. <laughs> I don't know if the Sinister Jag they're in there. No, it's the big roller, isn't it? Oh, is it? Roller or Daimler? I couldn't quite see what it was. It's a roller. In a jag. As friendly as Packer gets. You can see why Benton got promoted. He's a, he's, he's not really Sergeant <coughs> Material, Sergeant Waters, is he? Why he lost it as a captain as well because he blew their battery storm helicopters. I think they did, <laughs> yes. That's that music again. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose you can see why they used on Harper just the once. I mean, it did fit this episode. It, it did, did, yes. You don't know then, though, whether a he did this music because it fitted this episode or this yeah. was the sort of music he produced. Yes. So they got him to do this <laughs> This episode. is all he could do, yeah. <laughs> well, there's a pun there, wasn't there? Get the wind up, helicopter and all that. Sorry, I'm not with you, mate. Wind and all the rotorblades. Great. Well, you know, Ted Mould and his... Um, Ted ad- Mould? Adverse. Ted Mould? <laughs> <laughs> he know, might be now, but... <laughs> 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 That's it. They had a to fly outside. Wind everywhere, wasn't there? Yeah. Yes. Well, yes. No, I think... Just, didn't he just say, turn on the fan? No, it was a helicopter. No, no, they said... There was he helicopter said, blades. said, and stay out of sight, because you might get the wind up. Yes. You might get the wind up. Oh, that's almost a pun, isn't it? <laughs> it wasn't even me, it's any. So it's like I'm about to load my shotgun, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you finally, the penny's dropped. <laughs> the penny's dropped. Drop them. Let's make Packer sound like the most sinister thing going, it does. isn't it? That's actually my wife's maiden name as well. <laughs> Packer. Is that how you speak up? Yeah. <laughs> Packer. Where's my dinner? <laughs> I, I don't like bolognese. You failed again. <laughs> Packer, this room needs hoovering. Ah, dinner jazz again. <laughs> it's 
Echo, where's my dinner jazz? <laughs> Actually, I wish I worked in an office that just piped in like jazz. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's soothing. Yeah. Until, of course, you've heard the same bit between the Yes. <laughs> but paradoxically, do you think that this dinner jazz actually turned him sinister? Maybe Could have done. Play a bit more raucous. There'd been a more nicer boss, perhaps. Or some like psychedelia. Maybe. Yeah. Was was what was it? Sixty. When was this made? Sixty-eight. Sixty-eight. It would have been yes, psychedelia, exactly. wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken. It was broadcast between the second November and the twenty-seventh, the twenty-first of November, but in fact, nineteen sixty-eight. And there's no Christmas specials around then. No. Yeah, the animator didn't get the size of those circuit balls quite right there. But... Now we're being picky. And well, the next uh, episode is uh, cartoon, isn't it? Yes. Because I haven't got the fourth one, have I? Haven't yes. Go and see if Packers on the toilet. <laughs> we just see the feather bow hanging out of it. So. <coughs> Got no facts. Though. We're too busy watching, watching this now. I've oh, yeah. like watched it now, yeah. Is he from another planet then? Um, what is his bloody name again? Vaughn. Vaughn, yeah. No, he's not, but they don't actually explain what happens when he, he gives um, Watkins the gun later on. He has, I mean, he's been converted. He's been converted, hasn't he? But... Body wise, but not his brain. Yeah. Not his head. Uh, and you presume most of the their staff have been. Yeah, to a certain degree. So yeah. they can carry the... Oh, the mind control the heavy. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Hypnotising. Okay. No, not, not so that. They've, they've actually been um, cybertized. So, oh, no, no. As in body-wise. Here we go. Professor Watkins. Now, you, you were going to give a factor, oh, weren't you, yes, earlier yeah, on, yeah. about Edward Burnham? Oh, yes, indeed, yes. I have, uh, yeah. He's also in a Tom Baker... Serial uh, robot. Yes, that's right. Ah, professor Kesselwell. Now, in that, he does play a proper professor. He has big, mad hair and like beer bottle lens glasses as well. Fantastic. Oh, classic look. They really didn't mind about recycling actors. Did they, they didn't then, did they? I suppose they worked on the boat. Well, on the basis that they were destroying everything because it was all. That was a good show. Considered on the basis. Time. Used to be on yeah, this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no. I no, missed that, no. sorry. No, I you, yes. Glad I, I, I'm glad I missed it then. I'm glad I missed no, it. No, I suppose on the boat, they said, oh, well, they said it again then. <laughs> same bed. I'll oh, get you, Butter. <laughs> but they wiped stuff because they didn't think people would follow it. So five years, seven years later, they think people won't remember. More than likely, yeah. They've been in it. 
not realising, of course, the age of video and DVD was coming, where people would have complete collections. And Yeah, so I, I can spot Grun the King's Champion in... <laughs> yeah. <coughs> so they expected you to watch it once when it came out in 68, and you'd never watch it again. That's I don't right. know if it's that, or just the, be, or totally, the BBC yeah. just had a certain yeah. amount of actors on its books, and that was... And yeah. that was it. And I suspect people that worked in different productions were... It was um, stable of players, and if you had an actor that had done a good job for you in one thing, mm. and a bit comes up, you think, "Oh, well, we can use him again for that." He, yeah, he, he played the professor. He plays a professor or a scientist. Well, we're yeah. we'll use him again. <coughs> and they did with Edward Burnham. The same with Kevin Steiner. Well, apart from the other two times that Kevin Sullivan was in Doctor Who, he was actually under makeup. Yeah. Wasn't he? You wouldn't recognise him in um, Revenge of the Cybermen. <sighs> ah, Tyrone. Actually, I didn't recognise his voice in Revenge of the Cybermen. Not until I saw the, the cast credit, uh, credits go up at the end. I thought, bloody hell, Kevin Stoney. Yeah. <laughs> they might share the toilet. All that technology, and they think they'd get a screen beat up, wouldn't they? <laughs> he would have thought it was a tiny little screen, but there is three of them. Three of them. <laughs> exactly. The money they spent on three screens, they could have just bought one big one. Couldn't they? they could have done. <laughs> Should do that next time we come around and do a commentary. I'll get rid of the big telly and I'll have three spoiled. Yeah, well, three little ones instead. <laughs> the Cerebron Mentor that's a fantastic name for a machine. Run out of paper. Send a guard out for three more rolls. <laughs> the little puppies pulled out the wires. Yes. <laughs> Success. Yes. <laughs> It's just, it's, just, it's just the fact he's, the doctor's managed to block a camera or make a camera go a bit, bit fuzzy, so, hmm, his doctor is dangerous. <laughs> Had you not watched this episode, Tom? Um, No, I, I watched half of it. Oh, you? So you've seen half of this episode, yeah. and that's the first two, and the f- and that's it. It's all you've seen. Yeah. So 
from here on in, you're going to be completely silent. Well, no, because well, <laughs> you haven't seen any of them before. <laughs> oh, I'll mention bits and pieces every now and again. <laughs> yeah. Well, two of you keep things swinging along, so <laughs> I'll just interject at uh, oh, okay. pivotal moments. Good, good. Well, he's got some facts to throw in there. Yeah, he's, he's itching to do his facts. Well, that's why he's holding his facts back to when he, he gets past the point he's saying. Well, yeah, that's right. I want to know what your Peter Halliday facts are, Tom. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Not now. I mentioned it. Wait, wait till we get to Packer's shining moment. There oh. must be one here somewhere. Packer, <coughs> show them your shining moment. <laughs> she said that to your wife. I forgot my lines. Oh no. He's most of the idiotic henchman ever, Packer, isn't he? Do you think that was his shining moment? <laughs> <laughs> it's not only that, it's, it's okay. being that stupid. Why does he then... Why did, he had two other men with him. Why did he get rid of them? Well, he said, don't worry, I'll, t- I'll, take, I'll deal with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Knocking down a peg or two. It's not like he's trying to hold one in there, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Because he keeps being him all the time. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to wait till he gets home. <laughs> when, when, Packer, when Packer messes up, Vaughan denies him access to the toilet. <laughs> and his comb-over flops over as well. Why should we listen to you, you little escape? <laughs> but I'm in charge. I am, you know. <laughs> that is an amazing comb-over. <laughs> yeah. Clever and dangerous. Yeah. So come on, Ty. What what are your Peter Halliday facts? Come on. Oh, you know. Come on. Right, I don't know if I've read any yet. Because um... you've <laughs> you've contributed nothing so apart from yawn. <laughs> <laughs> James, uh, I've been reading a few facts every now and again. Yes, he went on ever, several other roles in uh, in Doctor Who. Yes, he Mainly did. Quite quite a few as a voice actor. actor. Yes, he did. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he's also considered the role of uh, Doug Dugine, is it? In the story, The Power of Kroll. Oh, everyone likes to forget about The Power of Kroll. Whose story was that? So that Roy Orbison in the middle of the... <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? For years, I actually thought Roy Orbison was blind. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're thinking of Peters and Lee. <laughs> oh, that's a blast of the past. Welcome Come. home. Welcome. Come on in. And close the door. Yes, Peter Halliday did a voice of the Silurians and Doctor and the Silurians. He did an alien voice for the Ambassadors of Death. Um, he was plat tracking Carnivore of Monsters, one of my favourite Pertwee stories. He was the, the voice of the second Jaggeroth in City of Death. Oh, 
naturally. Um, and he was a soldier, but uncredited. What's wrong with Power of Kroll, then? Why is it a hated story? It's crap. Is it really? Who's, yes. Which doctor is it? Uh, Bake, Tom Baker. It's part of the key to time. <coughs> and the last story that Peter Halliday uh, was in was Remembrance of the Daleks. He played a vicar. Oh, yeah. not a shot you want to see is it up kill <laughs> no exactly maybe the ladies were going up <laughs> did lifts ever work on chains like that I thought it was all cables they worked on whether they old lifts work on chains I don't no know. flimsy chains all the time back in yeah the old flimsy chains <laughs> yeah <laughs> Good the little noise as he looked. It's a bad design, that Annex. You can't talk and listen at the same time. If the person's trying to tell him something while he's talking, you yeah. can't hear it. <laughs> right, right. What year? I'll get you. Yeah. <laughs> what year was this meant to be set in? Ah, now, now Tones bring up the unit dating controversy so. here. Oh, yeah, so that's why I said it. You take the stairs. <laughs> it's, it's, there is a lot of debate about when Quite it's actually it set. Debate, it? Yeah. Because right. Sarah Jane Smith said she was from 1980, didn't she? Yeah. In Pyramids of Mars. Yeah. So by rights, this should be about 1972 then. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Oh, no, no, because no, she joined in 74, didn't she? That was not... Oh, God. Yeah, no one really knows. It's meant to be sitting like the near future, I think. I see. They'll make a parachute out of Jamie's kilt. <laughs> Obviously, I've noticed, man. Is he said? No, the doctor's <laughs> going to get a full view of Jamie's trossocks. <laughs> I've noticed even a lot of these earlier ones. Oh, it seems to be a lot of outdoor or location shots sort of thing. You know what I mean? Less so in the uh, later series, you know what I mean? When you go through to Baker and all that. Oh, no, there's plenty of location work in the, really? in the later ones, ones yeah. Oh, I always thought they were always inside with the bad sets. No, no. <laughs> now, that's where the, um, the quarry pit came yeah. into play, wasn't it? That's the first time I've seen you get angry, actually, on the Vaughan. Yes, the, the the cool, smooth veneer has been removed there. <clears throat> now, the thing is, obviously, they're saying that in the near future, the steam engines are still... Because wasn't there a steam engine sound effects in earlier on? Yeah, I was quite certain there was. 
Well, gone by then, weren't they? Actually, they were starting to be phased out in 68, I think, is when they stopped. They stopped well, running well, them. They'd totally gone to diesel, were they? Yeah. yeah. Search Packer's chemical toilet. <laughs> Yeah, and it's pleased to see him. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Is that a Cyberman wrapped up there? It could be. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, there we are. That's the end of episode three. We leave Jamie hanging onto his kilt. Mm. That seemed to go pretty quickly. It did go very quickly, actually, yeah. Very quickly. Oh, well. Right, we shall return in episode four. In episode four. Oh, we're back to the animation as well now, aren't we? Oh, yeah, of course. I didn't try and animate this, though, did they? You also didn't? <laughs> didn't try and animate this. <laughs> no! They seem to recall on the DVD extras that they did animate this bit. Did they? Yeah. But it wasn't used... Well, they just decided if it was yeah. the same every time, and they just put the episode four over the yeah the graphics over it themselves. Uh, easily bamboozled Packer. It was actually easier to see what Jamie was looking at in the filmed bit, or the the, the, the proper film rather than the cartoon. It's also under his kilt. (laughs) (laughs) It's moving. (laughs) Just notice, not only was Zoe on holiday, but so was Isabel. (laughs) I suppose once they paired them off, it was difficult Difficult to have one. Yeah, one and not the other, yeah. The Packers getting ideas above his station yes, there, isn't uh, it? Yeah, won't taking, do. taking down a peg or two, <laughs> isn't it? Go to the toilet. <laughs> Go to your room. <laughs> Without any dinner. <laughs> oh, we're back to your home life again. <laughs> He just looks really perplexed in that uh, animation. Isn't it? 
<clears throat> I see Packer starting to think now, you see. Yeah, this yeah, is... yeah. <laughs> so he says completely. So are we to believe that Packer's also been adjusted somehow? Uh, dehumanised. Yeah. <clears throat> Connors, we've been far, far <laughs> too quiet. It's meant to be a commentary. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's totally got into it. He's he? now. He does, every time this happens, <clears throat> it? every time. Um, I could do a fact. Go on, do a fact. Go on, do a fact. Give us a fact. Uh, Sorry, dear listener, that's been very, very boring for you at home. You're not using the word flush all the time. It's obsessed with, it's obsessed with toilets. <laughs> yeah. Packer moves quick as well, doesn't he? He does, doesn't he? <laughs> I'm hoping for the helicopter scene later on because he does sound quite rubber saucy. <laughs> That's one fascinating fact. I'll well, wait as, to... As animated. Is it? Oh, it's <laughs> not, is it? Is. Well, they're climbing it's onto the helicopter. It's in this episode. It's in this episode. Damn, yeah. I'm losing that episode. <laughs> Why? Well, I will wait to the end then. We'll wait, wait, wait to the bit with the helicopter. Oh. Tone was hoping there'd be skirts blown up and everything. It's right? Exactly, yeah. yes. Is it, is it to do with lead weights? Well, it is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but luckily, luckily enough, in Fraser Hines' one, yeah. But unfortunately, yeah. I don't... <laughs> damn. Huh? Bloody BBC. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are you hoping to see then, Tone? Nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think was going to happen? Well, according to Fraser Hines... Plenty of sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of upskirt action. Um, Sally Faulkner's skirt, the, the stunner, who was the model earlier on, right? <laughs> Sally, Sally Faulkner's skirt kept getting blown up around her neck whilst climbing up the rope ladder to the helicopter. Yes. We're going to see it in glorious animation now. Mm. <laughs> of course, um, Fraser Hines put uh, lead weights in his kilt so he wouldn't blow... After... after uh, he was saying about what the Queen does. Uh, Majesty the Queen. Mm. Oh. She knew that when she climbs up right ladders to helicopters there. Hey? Yeah. Yeah, I was watching the Queen do that. <laughs> the actual Bloody Queen. Philip making a... <laughs> <laughs> Soon to be coming out the Queen action figure. Yes. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> we... Fighting crocodiles. Oh, Prince Philip perfectly looking up. Like. <laughs> Get the bloody ladder, woman. <laughs> Fully waveable hand. Yes. <laughs> oh dear. Ten minutes. Ten minutes? <laughs> yes. Nine minutes and 50 seconds. <laughs> Nine minutes and 50 seconds, Doctor. <laughs> I 
must admit, those hands hammering on the door there was very Scooby Doo. <laughs> it was actually, yeah. <laughs> you just walked forward at the end, so would have got away with both those meddling kids. <laughs> Wig's gonna come off. It does, there, doesn't it? <laughs> Did he wear a wig? No, it was his own hair. Huh? Oh, come just get to the episodes where she's in a spangly cat suit. <laughs> Nothing has happened. <laughs> <laughs> He's going grey around the temples. Now, He's there, isn't he? Yeah. This <laughs> episode's taken its strain on him, isn't it? Sergeant Waters was bored out of his brain then. Don't nod. They can't hear you. <laughs> oh, I doesn't want to undermine the brigadier's. <laughs> no, exactly. Or well, the dramatic right tension. <laughs> If the brigadier doesn't want them to have the rope ladder, he's not going to blurt it out. (laughs) And when they get back, I'm going to have them. (laughs) I'm quick, isn't it? It is. I like the zoom in on the speaker. Is it five minutes? Five minutes. <laughs> the big zoom on the second five minutes. Excellent. No, 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 it's kind of just blow skirts up. So it's been there to do. Unfortunately, in animation, that doesn't happen. What a pity the film disappeared. <laughs> and they've gone again. <laughs> yeah. Pull my finger. <laughs> <laughs> we should have said don't, that. Don't we should have said that. <laughs> it, it'd be, it'd be front, Blown away. <laughs> we should have said there, Paul. What about it? Paul, my finger. <laughs> oh, sorry. How long is this ladder? <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> Before they let it out the helicopter, they must have been squashed right exactly, in. Exactly, yeah. It's... <laughs> He's now just pleased he can breathe out. They've dropped the ladder out. Oh, no, I see. <laughs> it's not easy to climb down a ladder if you've got one hand on the rungs, the other hand on your kilt. <laughs> and this would be. No wonder her eyes have gone like that if he's just appeared. <laughs> yes. Look, it's, it's Jamie's penis, followed by Jamie. <laughs> 
shitted every rung on the way down. <laughs> <laughs> he used it to hang on like some sort of monkey. <laughs> like a monkey's tail. Yeah. <laughs> No hands. Yeah. <laughs> no, the ladder. <laughs> and I'll keep looking up. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you, imagine he was... you don't look down so you won't see me looking up. He's <laughs> yeah. quite pleased to Filthy film this. Yeah, he was, yeah. <laughs> Sort of Fraser Hines when he gets really old, he's still doing the conventional sort of about his, uh, yeah, Wendy Pabney's knickers. <laughs> That's all he could remember now. Why don't they just keep climbing up the ladder? <laughs> or is it two ladders they've got? I, I can't quite make it out. And they've taken that jumping scene from later, haven't they? Yeah. Well, I was shooting that was two ladders they were using there, or just. Um, I think they climbed up an escape. They climbed up a fire escape, but then yeah. the ladder was dropped out. It was another the... rope ladder, though, wasn't it? Right. Wait, it just rolled down. But they climbed down to the window <clears throat> on a rope ladder. They obviously climbed up high enough onto the, the roof to stop. Yeah. yeah he looks a bit full. Oh, he looks a bit full on there, didn't he, Packer? He did. Yeah. <laughs> Born's there now, Packer. <laughs> <laughs> God damn you, Packer. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Mike Oldfield. <laughs> <laughs> he does. You got the... look. He's really nice. Yeah. That's where he got his idea for tubular bells whilst he was acting in this. <laughs> I go to the toilet. <laughs> I want Oldfield's tubular bells. Yes. <laughs> I'm fed up with this dinner. Chance. I want progressive rock. Absolutely. <laughs> That's a whole day. Time for a sip of beer, I think. Nice. What's this one called again? This is a uh... Blandford Flyer. By yes, Blandford Flyer. Yes, from the from the, the Dark Star Brewery. Yeah? Oh, the Badger. 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 Oh, it's Badger, Badger is it? Badger. Dorset uh, Brew. Ah. Yes, we recommend everyone try this one because it's got a nice a sort of 
cake of ginger in it. It's very nice. Ten, yeah. Two minds about it, really, in some ways. Hmm. Not bad as a one. I don't think you could drink it over a... You couldn't drink it all night, could no. you? No. Hello. They <clears throat> did suddenly have that sort of ladies' man sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> it actually sounds quite sleazy, though, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. But it would have been, hello, yeah. I'm all machine down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know the machine. <laughs> it's like the test card music. Do you know what reminds me of Dr. Bombay? It's yeah, a bit like it? Dr. Bombay from um, oh, Bewitched. Doctor Who? Dr. Bombay. So, oh, no, I didn't mean that as an awful pun. Sorry, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Bombay. Dr. Bombay? Yeah, he's from uh, Bewitched. <laughs> I never watched Bewitched. Bewitched. Doctor Bombay. No, I don't know him. I think that's her uncle. Was he supposed to be like some comedy Asian or something? No, or... <laughs> it's her uncle. That's just a white bloke with a big moustache. He's an English actor as well. Actually. What's yeah. called Bombay? I don't. That's his name. He's Doctor Bombay. <laughs> Looks like him. You sure, you got that right. <laughs> it's exactly like him. Actually, yeah. Doctor Bombay. He was. Wikipedia. That's it. <coughs> I wonder the doctor was creeping behind in the background. What was he, where's he going to? Yeah. Yeah, she keeps going about said, her bloody camera, doesn't she? That's what we said. If she's that serious as a photographer, she'd have it on all the time, time, wouldn't yeah, she? That's right, that's right. It does make me laugh what happens, though, in the next few episodes when she actually does get to take her photographs, though. It does. Spring, she was that? Impossible. Poppycock! <laughs> Border dash. Didn't have to put this bit in to explain <clears throat> this bit because it wasn't actually filmed. But we see, we obviously see the animated version of it. At the beginning of episode one. No, I think it was. I think it was filmed. Because you get the model shots later on, don't you, of the yeah. cyber ship? I think it was. It was filmed. But maybe it's for to just it remind just, people actually, because you haven't seen was, it since the opening seconds of episode one, have you? But it was just the scenes inside the tar- them talking inside the TARDIS, without actually the outside scenes of the. It might have been. It might have been. <laughs> That's quite a good drawing in the machine. Hmm. Closer to that than the circuits. Yes, it is. Yeah. That's one of the guards. They didn't do very well on the guard. That is a <laughs> Scooby Doo guard at the back there. Look. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, it moved him a little bit. <laughs> Is it the guard or is it the caretaker? <laughs> 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 what was that music we used using the Scooby Doo running down the track? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> 
Yes, it's St Paul's Cathedral. Cathedral. Oh. <laughs> I'd like to see what these pictures were supposed to yeah, they were in the... actually pictures or they actually spoke probably only saw the back of them as they probably were yeah <laughs> passing them to each other <laughs> it was under my kill excited <laughs> yes Do you need your notes anymore, Tony? You got any more notes to come? Oh, oh I don't know. I'll have a quick, uh... <laughs> the rustle of the papers right in front of the microphone. Well done. <laughs> yeah. I'm a customer as I am. It's <laughs> a public podcast. Yes. <laughs> Has Major Bramwell appeared yet? Uh, yes, he was well in cartoon form. Cartoon form. He does. He does appear later. So yeah, he does. You can save yeah. That to... Oh, okay. Yeah. He actually he actually appears in film form. Oh, Fraser Hines doesn't appear in the last episode, apart from pre-recorded scenes, because he's on holiday. Because he goes on holiday. Yes. I don't know if I use a canoe. Surely any sort of boat would have done, yeah. Canoe. Oh, this is meant to be a six part, six part story originally, wasn't it? Partial to a canoe. Yeah. Was it meant to be a six part story? Was it padded out for because another script wasn't ready or something? Well, or? Originally, the invasion was going to be a six part story called Return of the Cybermen. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't return to episode five. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 Turn of the Cybermen, dot, 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 eventually. Because <laughs> even now, you don't know who it is, do you? Oh, no, we spoiled it for we everyone. We spoiled it for everyone. Damn. I don't know who what is. We don't know who, who he's talking to, Tobias Fall, at this point. The Cybermen haven't actually been mentioned by name yet. I have either. Yeah. Who the magic piano is working for. Yeah, exactly. Sparky. Sparky's magic piano's there. <laughs> he's just the Earth agent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a traitor, Sparky. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. This is when science didn't actually mean anything. <laughs> Just have noises and things spinning round. Right. Are you ready for the switch to the digital? <laughs> <laughs> have your glow-in-the-dark glasses. <laughs> Welcome, my son. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. At last, the Cyberman. <laughs> oh, there we go. That is that. Well, that's episode four finished. <laughs> and that's this podcast finished, actually. Oh, yes. Yes, because um, wow. yes, <laughs> we're not going to make you sit through another four episodes of us being silent. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh not this week anyway. No, not this week. No, you could do that. Yeah, we'll let you do that in two parts. Ah, <laughs> oh, excellent stuff. Yeah. Okay, that I, I, I thought <coughs> was uh, 
it's an enjoyable story. I think that's the uh, I think that's the problem. Yeah, yeah, it's too enjoyable a story. But uh, we made our bed. We're going to lie in it. So there you are. So <laughs> it'd be interesting, wouldn't it? This is it. Uh, can't be bothered with the second part of this. Yeah, this you just place. have to. It's missing. It's wiped. That's it. so you're going to get it in cartoon form in about forty years' time. So. Okay, then, folks. So um, until next week, we'll be back with episodes five through to eight of the invasion. It is goodbye from me, Phil. Goodbye from me, Paul. And goodbye from me, Tony. Goodbye. listen to the who's he podcast a proud member of the doctor who podcast alliance if you'd like to get in touch with us here at the show please drop us an email at feedback at who's hyphen he.co.uk and please also visit our website which is at www.who's hyphen he.co.uk you can also follow us on twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast